Hi, everybody. I'm Sunny, and this is We Gotta Talk, a live weekly digital talk show and podcast where we like to dig deep. Real talk, big topics. Now, let's dig in. All right. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of We Gotta Talk. I have the babest of babes live in studio today for a real and raw talk about what it's like to be a woman in this world and how we can harness our feminine power and energy. Barbara Von Schmeling is the founder of The Feminine Freedom, and she is live in studio. Barbara, thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. I met Barbara, oh gosh, it was probably about two months ago now. And you know, when when someone walks into a room and has, a, has an aura of... Um, self-confidence, but not in an intimidating way, but in a warm and welcoming way and beauty. And she's this Brazilian statuesque, gorgeous woman. And she walked in and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to know that person. Um, and as we got to talking, I we I heard more about what she does professionally. And um, I'm just so intrigued by this concept of the fem- feminine freedom. I was asking you before we started to record, like kind of to describe what it is. Um, I called it a movement. I don't know if it's that, but can you tell everybody what is the philosophy behind it and why you why you started this? So the philosophy behind is that I believe that every woman should be able to live free in their essence and their core energy for most women is the feminine energy. And we can talk a little bit more about the differences yes. of masculine and feminine energy. Uh, I don't know if you want to do it now. Whenever. Yeah. I mean, listen, tell, well, tell me this, because I do want to dive into it. And so many philosophies are based on that concept of mm-hmm. like the yin and the yang, the sort of binary existence right. of different uh, opposing energies, but but um, compatible energies, mm-hmm. right? Um, so why, why found this group and what is it that you are working on with women? So what I do, I help women to connect deeply to the feminine energy that has been forgotten, that many times we neglect to connect with because of the world that we live in today. So if we analyze energies as feminine and masculine energy, not as feminine as being a woman and masculine as being a man, right? Just energy. We all have both energies in our bodies. So as a woman, I would say maybe 80% of women have as a core energy, the feminine energy, but we also have the masculine energy. Mm-hmm. And for men is the opposite. They, their core usually is masculine with a little bit of feminine energy. So the difference between the masculine and the feminine, I like to think of the feminine as being a river that just flows, that is just vibrant and just goes. And the masculine is almost like the riverbed or the banks that help to keep that container and keep it safe for the river to flow in freedom. Oh my gosh, I love right. that. You're saying that. I'm thinking of how many times my husband has like reined in my emotional behavior. I don't mean to sound stereotypical, but no, but that's what reasons. it is. Yeah, there are reasons that that these stereotypes exist. And I, I want to put like a huge caveat here. This is, I identify as very, I mean, I'm obviously a cisgender female. Like I'm straight. I, I'm very much, I'm in tune with my feminine energy. And every time these discussions on energy come up, people like to try to tie it to gender or mm, sex, but mm-hmm, it's really not. Mm-hmm, and no. I also think that, and like you said, many women can tap into a masculine energy when needed. And we should. And we should. At times, it's more beneficial to lean on one than the other. Right. I think the the beauty is learning how to go from one to the other one right. and accessing the 
the other energy, let's say if my core is feminine, I learn to access my masculine and come back to my feminine because the masculine is the one who, if we talk about energy and I can say he, but just as so we, so we, yeah, so we can, fine. so we can define. So that masculine energy is the one who will make you more driven, more goal oriented. And now in, of course, in the world that we live in, success is very important. Making money is very important. Everything related to that is an attribute of the masculine, mm -hmm. is a masculine trait. So the masculine is the one who, if you are just in your feminine, you're just going to go keep flowing and you won't get anything done. That's like right? how I live. <laughs> I had a big scheduling screw up. So um, lack of coordination and organization. Maybe, yeah. I'm just like way too into my feminine. I'm but feeling all the things. Yeah, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not scheduling all the things. Oh my God. But um, it's okay if you, so if you are 100% in your feminine, literally you won't get anything done. So the masculine is extremely right. important for that. But the feminine is the one who brings the beauty, who brings the flow. It's about creativity. It's about mm -hmm. connection. Connection, yes. Yes, it's about love. It's about feeling emotions. So when you say, oh my God, my emotions are all over the place, that's the feminine. Because the feminine can feel not just emotions, but yes. we can smell more. We can taste more. We find pleasure in all those things. The masculine is about, okay, when are we going to do it? Right. What is the deadline? How do we get this done? Right. And you know, it's interesting. I make this joke all the time because um, I have three kids. I know mm -hmm. you have a daughter as well. And I always say that the price we pay for experiencing life in a deeper way than men could ever hope to experience through the, ex the experience of motherhood and childbirth mm -hmm. is that we have to experience it that much more. Our emotions <laughs> tend to yeah. be a little more intense and our experiences, the way we relate to the world can feel more complex and it's overwhelming sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I joke that it's not fair, but we are tasked as women or anyone who identifies as a woman sometimes with like kind of shouldering the problems of the world because it's usually us who help to facilitate and communicate. When you're working with women um, who are just having an, a sense of overwhelm because they feel like they're doing, we hear this phrase a lot, the emotional work in the mm -hmm. relationship or the emotional work in, at work or in the household. How do you, how do you help them sort of come down from that stress? So if I can give you an example, when a woman, let's say we have a child, we cannot be 100% in our feminine. We need to have some sort of structure mm -hmm. for so we can raise the kids a certain way. There are certain behaviors that we believe that we need to have when we have children. So more and more, even if we're staying home, if you're, if you're not working outside the house, you are still tapping into the masculine because you need to get things done, especially with the children. And that's one of the things that get us depleted. Mm -hmm. When we tap so much into an energy that is not our core. Oh, that's interesting. That's when we get depleted. That's when we get exhausted. We get anxiety. We have depression many times because... It, and I don't want to say that the masculine is bad. The masculine is an incredible energy, but when it's overused, even for a man or a woman, right. we start to feel it in our physical bodies. Mm -hmm. So the physical body actually gets sick. It can develop a disease or illness because you're not tapping into the feminine that will slow things down, that will... Right have more of a flow instead of, okay, I need to do this, 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 this. So how does, how, what do you suggest a woman does then, who, or a person in that role, to step away from the stress that that sort of masculine task-oriented mm -hmm. work can put oh, you in? Oh, there are many things it's that hard. you can do. Yeah, it is hard, especially when you, day-to-day, -day, you have the routine yeah, and that structure. Through. Because that is a programming right. also that we've been through. Like you've been programmed, like at our age, we pretty much 99% of the things that we do is because we've been programmed our whole lives to do that. Mm -hmm. We have been pretty much domesticated. If you right. think of us as a wild animal, 
You have been domestic. We are wild. Yes, we're wild at heart, sister. No, it's We true. are, but wild meaning not just wild doing wild things. Wild meaning... Instinctive. Natural. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, primal. That uh, that real feeling and raw that that's what we are. And we, if we think about us as being wild, we have been domesticated. We have to dress a certain way. We expect it to look a certain way. Our bodies need to look... Don't even get me started. We right? have to talk about body yeah. expectations. Yes, because we've been put like in this little mold that now right. everyone feels they need to fit in. And my, men don't experience as much too, which can... Not as much, but there's a little bit. There's beca- a little bit. Because that, that container or that grid that we've been told to fit mm-hmm. is a masculine grid. Mm-hmm. Because it's where you have to get things done, you have to accomplish, you have to be successful, you have to provide. and That's true. That's right? true. I so, when you're looking at it from that perspective. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's almost like the feminine is constricted in there. It's like, okay, I put you in a box and now you cannot breathe. Mm-hmm. So when the feminine cannot breathe, it can be for men or, or women also. Mm-hmm. So if I talk about men... Men have been told since they were born, boys don't cry. Yeah, it's awful. Ah, yeah, awful. Right? It creates the most emotionally stunted men. It does. It does. But I, I used to say that to my nephew. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you were taught. You heard probably another yeah. adult say that, right? Whoever said you know? it. You know, or, or it's something that we we hear from society. No, you suck it up and you keep going. Right. Okay, yes. But how about you taking the time to allow that emotion to move through your body? And you ask me, how do you do that? One of the things that I teach is movement. How do you move in a way that is to the authenticity and the the organic form of the feminine body so mm-hmm. that emotion can move? Because when we feel something and we are pretty much our subconscious, go, okay, it's going to be there. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to even remember. But the body remembers. The body remembers everything. Oh my and it gosh. keeps it. Yeah. It does. Right. So what is your advice then to a woman who feels maybe, I don't want to say trapped because that's a dramatic word but it's but, a real one yeah, yeah maybe trapped in routine or and stuck. like saying yeah you know i i have to pick up the kids and drop them off and i have to do it. and it they get caught in that that masculine pattern or that get things done pattern and they're mm-hmm. losing touch like what is a first step that someone could take to begin to unplug because i think probably lots of people listening are familiar with that mm-hmm. feeling of just like it's almost like you're like Ugh. yeah you're, you're tight yes, yes you're anxious yes, all the time yes, so yes. you're what, not in flow right you're not in flow yeah. so what is something we can do to just immediately address that of course we'll talk about your workshops and things too. yes uh breathing yeah <laughs> it's a good one because emotion moves through the body through breath right through movement through sound so think about when you are very excited you want to go ah, you want to scream you want to you want to show it like when kids laugh uh, they just don't hold back right right so think about any emotion like that and it goes with sadness as well so let's say you're sad you hold it you're not allowed to express you're not allowed to sob and let it out right right so whenever you feel that emotion i'm not telling you okay if your boss tells you something you get upset you start crying no but <laughs> maybe yeah we've all been there <laughs> well, but maybe taking the time to actually i don't know when you take a shower let it out right. like play a song that may, maybe makes you cry or watch a movie that you can you know sometimes we watch kids movies and we cry oh, like yeah. i do that like all the Coco? time oh my gosh oh forget it i'm just like <laughs> inside out i cry like inside every out. time <gasps> oh my gosh. every time but every you time. know inside out is actually a, a very cool 
movie if you haven't watched mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if your audience has watched but uh it talks about emotions emotions they like personify the emotions and each yes. character is an emotion and, and how important each one of them chills. are you and it's not like be joy a, all the time no you can't and and what a punishment that would be you mm-hmm. know to because you don't know joy unless you know pain i yes. mean everybody says that and yeah. you hate to hear that when you're struggling in life but it's true um but it's the coolest movie so yeah, yeah. and it's like it teaches us to how to explain the interplay of emotions for kids because as they get right. older they're seeing obviously all sorts of changes and, but- and, we, and we hear that no you shouldn't be sad okay one thing is for you to be sad move that through and move on mm-hmm. if you don't allow yourself to feel it it's going to stay in your body it's true and sometimes I think I I mean I I'm not a person who lacks feeling but you know I'll just feel it and I'm maybe not letting all of it out maybe only 80 or 65 percent and that mm. little bit that stays in there it hurts yeah. Physically. Physically. Do you know mm-hmm. that I, I'm doing RTT, which is rapid transformational therapy tomorrow. Mm. I told this, the, this amazing woman that I'm working with, I said, I don't know what it, I, what it is, but I have a pain in my throat and mm-hmm. it is a physical pain mm-hmm. that I've gone to the doctor for and said, feel my thyroid, feel my, and, and so I, this is how I have to address it. I mean, I've done talk therapy. I love speaking and communicating things, but there's mm-hmm. something that language isn't reaching mm-hmm. that's literally mm-hmm. trapped in me. It is. is that what's it happening? Is. Well, this is your throat chakra also, right? Yeah. So if you're familiar with it, this is your throat chakra. It's communication. It's leading. So that's related to the throat chakra. Oh, so when you have that pain, it's probably something that even though you are communicating, there's something that has to come out that Unspoken. is not. Let's say, for example, when my husband and I argue, if he's just talking and I want to say things and I don't, I mm-hmm. feel it like that burn on yes, my throat. Yes, it's a burn. Yeah. I move your mic up a little. Yeah. I mean, I it's, it's funny because I, I don't feel like I let things go unsaid, but I think it'll be interesting to see what we come up with because in a hypnotic state, I, I feel like consciously I've said everything that I can think of but mm-hmm. there is something so yes I'll have to do a little episode we all have things from childhood mm-hmm. some people believe from past lives i believe oh my gosh yes. when harry prince harry yeah. said generational trauma i was like yes mm. i mean not to yeah. get too off topic yeah. but you know we come from we're second generation in this country so my mom's dad came from italy and we are a a working class people mm-hmm. like had a farm a date farm in italy came over stopped school in sixth grade my Mm. you know I was only the second person in my family to go to college so all of this my bones are made of hard work of of earth Mm -hmm. of moving Mm -hmm. things of being physical and sometimes I feel this is going to sound so kooky but I I feel the um I feel the pain I feel the Mm -hmm. the work it's in my bones to work you can inherit your eye color from your parents or from your grandparents or from your great grandparents. Mm-hmm. So everything that passes on through your cells, your genes, your genetic trauma passes yeah. down oh, to. So when you actually, when you heal you, you, you heal the past. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, such a beautiful, beautiful way to put it. Have you experienced anything like that? I mean, letting go of generational trauma. You know, I don't. Okay. So I had this experience about a month and a half ago. I think I went to teach at this retreat in Sedona that I was invited to teach, or I, I put myself out there and offered to teach. And this woman, she works with horses, and we had this gorgeous experience with horses that she was talking about how, this is off topic, but she was explaining how our higher self and our higher spirit connects through the horses. And we had, she had four horses, was the father, the mother, the inner child, and the healer. And 
things happen in that arena that were just magical. Like as far as healing and how the horses behaved, how she got messages of someone someone's mother is with depression because that horse, the mother horse was in this position. Or I, I, I had an experience with the horse, with the father horse, that I'm on one side of the horse and I'm feeling this just warm and just protective energy from that horse. Because for me, that was the masculine presence in my life of right. my father, or of my husband. Right. right. So I was feeling all that beauty there. And my friend was on the other side of the horse and the horse is crying, like tears coming down his face. And she's like, oh my God, the horse is crying. And I'm on my side. I'm like, no, he's not. That's crazy. It was great. I'm telling you, it's like very, you say, ooh, it's... Uh, no, I believe it. Listen, and, and anyone who who rolls their eyes or says, I mean, there there's no disputing that energy exists. Oh, in, yeah. It's in all everything. energy. Right. Yeah. Everything is all energy. And I think it's kind of to our own detriment when we don't look further into why we are how we are, mm-hmm. which is why what you do is is fascinating to me because... This, this practice of self-reflection makes us better parents and mm-hmm. it makes us better partners. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think, you know, if you're not doing the work, it doesn't always have to feel like, you know, you're doing something. But I feel like if you're not doing the work in life to know who you are, then you do inadvertently pass on things right. or experience things you might not need to. I want to I transition into relationship stuff too mm-hmm. because, gosh, I feel like I could talk to you forever. Mm-hmm. But this is a really big thing and what really um, – drew me to to look into more of what you do. Um, you talk about the importance, and again, we're talking about male-female relationships here, guys, but take this as you may, because there's always differences. In yes, people... if we keep masculine-feminine in every relationship, right. if I can, I'm sorry if I yeah. interrupt you, but in every relationship, it can be a man-woman relationship, it can be a woman-to-woman, men-to-men, whatever it is, you need polarity to make right. it work. So if we're talking about energies, if you are in a homosexual relationship, one of them will have to have more of a masculine right. energy as a dominant energy so the feminine can feel safe. Right. 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 If you yeah. Have so we're not to... like, then we're not saying you have to be straight to identify no, with this. No, but no, that's, no, no, no. You know, you're talking energies, which yes. I just so want to make clear. Say, if we say male, female, women, let's, right. let's say we mean energy. Energies. Regardless of your sex preference or sexual preference. Right. right? Yeah. So I, I think, you know, we get into relationships as, as women and we have been taught to, which we should, get a great education, learn how to provide for ourselves. We have been, we needed to be in a masculine role because for so long women were dealing with, you know, oppression and a lack of rights or a lack of voice in society. So the compensation has been, okay, let's empower ourselves through education. Now, what I'm hearing you say is that sometimes taking that empowerment and living in that energy can almost be like, two positive ends of a magnet pushing exactly. away from mm-hmm. each other. Talk more about 100%. that because that's kind yes. of, that's what yes. I'm reading, but I don't know if that's right. Yes, you're 100% right. Because when we suppress the feminine, which should happen, mm-hmm. think about the witch hunt. Yeah. <laughs> right? What was that? Awful. That was a suppression of the feminine in her right. essence. Intuition. Intuition it was, yes. was the biggest one, mm-hmm. right? Because the intuition is one of the highest levels of the feminine because mm-hmm. that is that full connection to source, right? right. Into your heart, and to your feminine people. heart. It does scares people because the masculine is about logic. If it right. doesn't make sense, it doesn't exist. Right, right. And women, we feel it like we feel it in our gut, we feel it in our heart. And we're always right. <laughs> we're well, usually our intuition right. is usually right. But anyway, yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say, for example, my husband, he's super connected to his intuition. It's unbelievable, which is a beautiful part of his connection to the, his feminine. That's Although awesome. he's a very masculine. Yeah, he's a masculine guy. You met him. I've yes, met he's him. a masculine, like a healthy masculine, because sometimes we also confuse what is a masculine man. Okay, yeah, it doesn't mean he's a macho man, but he is the one who 
creates that support system. He's mm-hmm. the one who's there to protect. He can provide. He provides the safety containers. So, like I said, the feminine can just blossom and flow, mm-hmm. right? So, what happened with the feminine? Okay, you are not allowed to be feminine, mm-hmm. right? That's what That's happened what to us. What society has told That's, us, yeah. Okay, and then we now, okay, I'm not allowed to be like this. Now I have to be what everyone else is or what right. men are right. because the the world uh, rewards the masculine right it's true because we it's measure we, yeah we measure you know how financially stable you are how successful you are what job you have so all of that are, are traits of the masculine and like i said nothing wrong with that but it's wrong when we only measure that and right. we forget about the feminine so for a relationship to work, you need to have the polarity. So the feminine is the one who is going to bring that beauty, that creativity. So when you ask me, what can women do to kind of connect back to the feminine? Mm-hmm. Maybe take it, take, take some time and create. It can be, you can cook something. That would be, but take your time to do it. Right. Don't do it because you, it, you're scheduled and you have to do it. Right. <laughs> like I started doing that when I cook. If I have time, I could take like 30 minutes to make an omelet. Mm-hmm. I just cut everything. I just move slowly as I go. I just reach and, you know, just move my body and allow it. I smell it. So I, I'm like, anything that heightens your senses mm-hmm. is also feminine. Because if you, like my husband smells essential oils. He's like, I, I don't <laughs> I smell don't the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Lavender, eucalyptus, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, it's all the same. He's like, yeah, we go to have massages. Like, yeah, I prefer this. And like, they're all the same to me. Oh, so <laughs> but that's how it is because we as women, we develop that mm-hmm. sense of smell because, yeah, you have to smell if this is safe to give your child or not. Right. If we're talking about primal absolutely right right it was a survival it was a survival mechanism or even okay i need to taste this or i need to see the different shades of this blue because this blueberry will kill my child and this won't right Right. so so we develop all those senses it's for for men orange and peach color and magenta whatever it's all the same right 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 And, and, and that's just how it is and that is the the physiological uh the feminine brain, there's a great book. It's called The Female Brain, and it talks about the physiological differences of the female brain and the male brain. Like actual physical changes. Actual you would see. physical as a man oh, and that's a woman. Interesting. Yes. Like this lady gave an example at, because the feminine is more nurturing. Mm-hmm. She's she's more compassionate. She let's say if you you have a daughter and a son, they play differently. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. So this woman is doing this experiment and she gave her two-year-old daughter a little truck. And she's like, I want to see how she plays with the truck. Mm-hmm. Boys, if you give a little boy a truck, he knows what to do with the truck. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to hit it. They're going to crash it. They're <laughs> going to, right? The girl, she said after a few minutes, she went to check on her daughter. She had the truck wrapped in a blanket and she's oh going God, like, like, so like, funny. like, like she has a baby. And she's right. like, it's okay, little truck. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can totally see my daughter doing That's that. That's adorable. <laughs> because that is the instinct. Yeah. You know, and I worry too, you know, not to sound too like Betty Homemaker. Um, I, I obviously believe that, um, we need to be well-rounded and we mm-hmm. certainly need to be who we want to be and show up how we want to show up in the world. But mm-hmm. I worry that the feminine energy has been like, beaten out of us mm-hmm. figuratively speaking for so long that to embrace that publicly becomes almost a pariah you become almost it's a, a pariah yeah it's like kind of like okay well you know i talk very candidly about leaving my career and this is i mean anyone who's listening mm-hmm. to the show has already knows this story but um you know i have i felt what i called intuition for years mm-hmm. knowing that i i belonged physically in a different space but my 
sort of desire, not desire to be productive, but my love of being productive really competed with my intuitive knowing that I belonged maybe in a more, this sounds so old school, but like in in Mm -hmm. that traditional space, I yearned for a little more peace, quiet, predictability rather than throwing myself into that routine every day. Now, this is not for everybody. I This is the yes. big asterisk, yes. everybody. I acknowledge mm-hmm. privilege. I'm luck- lucky that uh, I was able exactly. to step away, mm-hmm. that my husband had a job. But it was almost embarrassing for me because mm-hmm. it was like, how could you be a person who makes great money, who's gotten to the top of your career, at least geographically speaking, mm-hmm. there was no, no getting any better. How, how do you walk away from that? Like, aren't you kind of like a wimp for lack of a better word you know mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. like why that and, all depends on what meaning you give to the feminine right yeah but to me having been raised by a woman who was the matriarch of our family mm-hmm. and I saw her my mom is the nucleus of our family because not of what she made outside of the house money wise but because of the love and emotion mm-hmm. and cooking and you know traditions that she, the, the distinctly feminine things so at the end of the day I had to say to myself okay well what do I want my legacy with my children to be mm-hmm. Do I want, there is value in both, but for me, it, it I went home, but I almost, it was almost embarrassing to my group of super driven friends. I'd mm-hmm. be like, this is so predictable, but I'm going to stay home with the kids. And they're like, <laughs> okay. like, But isn't know. that the most important job? Yes. Ah. Oh my God. To mm-hmm. me, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't want to crap on anybody else. I loved... Our nanny was great. I think you can raise a great family and work full time. But mm-hmm. for me, we're talking about that intuition. I, I just knew it wasn't where I was supposed to be. And I was tired of trying to convince myself otherwise. Mm-hmm. But be- it's it's hard. Because it's you're really going hard. to your brain, you're going to your mind, which the mind is logical mm-hmm. and is masculine. But and if then, you go to your heart and to your intuition. Right. Well, and then, you know, yeah. you, you hear so many stories of divorce or separation mm-hmm. and these women who, who have stepped away to raise families, they're like... And now, now what? what? Yeah. I mean, it's it sucks. It just I went sucks. through that as well. I went through a, a... Actually, that was one of the reasons that I started to teach this that I teach. I, I went through a moment that I was very confused because we, as you know, we, we own martial arts schools. Mm-hmm. And we have 40 schools and I was teaching in one of them. Uh, when, I, when my daughter was born, I took a break for like 10 months. And then my husband was like, you know, we need your help in this school. Can you come back and teach? And I was like, sure. But deep inside, I didn't want to. Although three days before my daughter was born, I was teaching a class and I told people, I'll be back in two weeks. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'll be done with this. I'll be back in two (laughs) weeks. Just a baby. I'm having a Yeah, yeah. It's all good. We're going to have a nanny. But then when the baby was born, I'm like, I I just had that Mm -hmm. instinct and that intuition or that feeling that I didn't want to leave that child, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be the one raising her. So... I made that choice. Okay. And then for about 10 months, I did it. That's all I did. It was wonderful. And then when I went back to teach, it was like a piece of my heart was, I was leaving mm-hmm. out when I had to leave her to go teach. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was doing that and I did it for a few years, but then I got to a point that I realized why do I deny that part of myself so much, which is the part that is my loving part, my nurturing, my caring that I want to be with my child. Mm-hmm. And when I created a better relationship with that part of myself because we're not just one thing sure no we have both we have all like it's not just uh, just, yeah both but also all there's so many levels to ourselves and that's one of the things that I like to explore also when I teach so that part of me was being denied right and when I saw her beauty I'm like I'm just gonna welcome her yeah like this is and like like you said I am privileged enough that my husband was like baby if that's what you want to do, right. do it. And even though I 
I then created a new business, which that's part of me too. Right. right? I know. I know that people, I, I ended up working, you know, doing this. But, you know, yeah. again, but it's, but it's, it's a creative a, process. Yeah, it's a it's, creative process, mm-hmm. which now I'm also tapped into my feminine because right. it's creative. Right. It's not just doing, doing, doing. It's, right. If you think about masculine, you're going to think about quantity. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm doing all this. Scaling if you think, things, Yeah, scaling. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you think about the feminine, what is the quality of what I'm doing? Right. Exactly. So that's interesting. So you had that experience too. Mm-hmm. And oh, so 100%. was that part of the sort of inspiration behind founding this? And like, mm-hmm. what is the big thing you hear when you work with women? Um, the big, not complaint, but um, the imbalance that they bring or the the issue that they bring when they come to work with you. So one of the things is most of my students, if I can say, because I also teach privately, right? Besides events, I have private students. It's okay. a very small, I, I do it, like I said, on my time, whenever I want it. So I don't, I like to keep that very exclusive. So I, most of them, if not all of them, are very successful in their businesses, mm-hmm. but they're missing something else tell in me their more. private life. What are they missing? And they don't even know what it is. But they tell you, what are they saying? the connection like to the feminine. That's so what, what they're missing. They, is it like, Barbara, I'm feeling so what? I'm feeling so Anxious, empty. <gasps> empty. Tell me more. Whole. Oh, I just hit my head. <laughs> I'm anxious all the time, Barbara. But yeah. I mean. Because we don't take time for ourselves. We okay. don't slow down. So, okay. So I'm coming in and I'm saying, Barbara, listen, uh, my days are filled with X, Y, and Z on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I have these things to do. I'm feeling anxious all the time. Yet I feel like I'm in touch with who I am mm-hmm. um, as far as being a woman or womanly attributes. Wh- where do you start with that? Because that's someone who may seem like she's got it mm-hmm. all, but mm-hmm. there's obviously something missing. So where do, where do you go with that? A few things you can do. Take some time for you, only for you, and do things that just light you up. Mm-hmm. If you like to paint, do that. If you like to work out, do that. Right. If you like, and even when you work out, you're moving your body. We just talked about doing Pilates. It's a great workout, but it's a very linear workout. Mm-hmm. You need to allow your body to move to the integrity of your body. Right. And what does that mean? Dancing. To, dancing would be yeah. one, right? Yeah. So when I teach movement, it can be it can be considered dancing, but I'm really teaching you how to move to what makes your body alive. That's that, what it is. So what, as you work with them, what do they start to tell you? Like, what's the connection that they're starting to make so i'll give you an example i had a girl that i met less than two years ago i met her at the gym and i went to a tony robbins event she was there we just Mm -hmm. met at the gym we exchanged numbers and maybe five or six months later she texted me and she's like barbara i i'm feeling trapped i am in this depression anxiety right when we were like march april when we got quarantined and we were home and she has a great business and she said and i remember when i met you you just represent so much, like your energy was just so different and it's what I aspire to be. And I was, can you talk to me? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. So we got on a call, we talked and I was actually teaching a virtual session the next day. I was mm-hmm. like, come to this, yeah. do this. Maybe you feel better. She came to it and she was like, she was even starting to take antidepressive medication and she was like in this oh, downhill thing. Yeah. So she did that class. We started working like every week we would meet and I would work privately with her. So for her it was... She was into like so trapped into that anxiety because the anxiety starts when we are in that. We always hear about the fight, freeze, mm-hmm. or flight, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the three reactions of the body right. because your body can literally believe anything that your mind creates, That's right? So, true. so mm-hmm. if you see a fake snake, if you think it's a real snake, your body's going to react like it's a 
right. it's a real snake. Right. Because uh, that is, that, I mean, the body is just so generous, right? She's right. just so graceful that she would do that. So the anxiety starts when you start creating things that are not even happening yet. So what was she creating? Whatever it was, she was just creating worry, worry about mm -hmm. what's going to happen to her business. Now her relationship, she has been married for two years. So like, it's just all, all that anxiety is created around whatever thoughts she's been having. Right. So what we did, okay, how do we become present in your body? Right. Bringing that attention to your body because awareness also brings energy. Right. Mm -hmm. Whatever you are focused, you're going to feel it. So if she's focused on the future, she cannot really enjoy the present. Or mm -hmm. if you're focused on the past, you cannot live the present, neither create a new future. Right. 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 So she was kind of stuck there. And literally, I was in, in San Diego. We're in California this past week. And I had dinner with her two nights ago. Mm hmm. And it was so cute. Her husband was like, Barbara, I need to tell you this. Because it was like the first time we saw each other in person since 2019. She said, I need to tell you this. When she comes out of the room from like working with you, she is this radiant, vibrant self that she's just such a different person. And she stopped her medication. She's like in this whole... It's just That's beautiful. Awesome. And he, and of course, the relationship got better because now there's even more polarity. Right. And she's happier with herself. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, and I'm hearing you say this and I'm feeling, all I'm hearing is like, you know, she's in flow. She's, she's in, in flow. Yeah. yeah gosh. Yeah. And, and so that is, I mean, step one, like you said, being present. Present in your body. Like bring the attention to yourself, to your body. Like when we, when we move, when I teach, you can close your eyes. We're pretty much in the dark. Oh, yeah. So people don't, you don't feel like you're seeing other people. You or... don't really see other people. You see a little bit, but not much. <coughs> you you don't see yourself. Mm -hmm. So we don't have mirrors. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it's all about how he feels for you. doesn't matter how he looks. Even me, like for me to, like the first time that I saw me moving was because someone took a video of me and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. But I feel like I'm this goddess when I'm moving mm -hmm. and that's how I like it. I don't right. need to look. I don't need right. to see it. It's about how it feels to my body. And I just feel so whole and so complete when I do it. And whatever emotion I have stuck in my body comes to the surface when I move. Wow. So what did she say? Was she the same? Like, I feel what? More free? I feel more... She's feel, she feels like herself. Yeah. Because we have not been ourselves for so long. If you look at your kid, if you look... Yes. I have a seven-year-old daughter. She's completely free in her expression. Right. And expression is part of the feminine. Right. 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 Whatever that means to you. You can express with dancing, with singing, with, like I said, with cooking, if right. you will. So with that freedom of expression, that freedom of being who you really are to your core mm -hmm. is what we forgot. What do you see as being one of the biggest inhibitors of accessing our natural femininity? Whether it's something outside it's your, it's or inside. It's your mind. It's your mind because you create, you create standards or you create boxes that you believe you need to fit in, right? It's hard though because it is society hard. tells us, you know, if you don't look like this, you're not beautiful. Mm -hmm. If you don't act like this, you're not a well-behaved one. It's really hard, Barbara. It is know? very hard. So the first time that I actually got in contact with this practice, I was doing a workshop with Tony Robbins mm -hmm. in Hawaii. It was about four years ago. And uh, this woman was there and she's one of my incredible mentors. Her name is Sheila Kelly. She brought in all these women and we, so we could learn to move. And the first lady walked in just like demonstrating a few things that we're going to do. And she was this beautiful, like, like you skinny, tall, beautiful girl. And she's moving and she looked amazing. The second person who came in was someone who defy every single standard that we 
in this moment of time. Mm -hmm. Right. That's that's an important caveat. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We define as beautiful or whatever you want to define. She was really curvy. She had this red hair and she walked in in this dress and she's moved. And when my first impression when she walked in, I was like, what just happened? Like, I thought we were learning to be sexy and what just happened? And when she started moving, I was literally like my body was on fire. Like, I cannot even explain. Like, I get chills and I get like hot just talking about it. She was so sensual, so beautiful. I was like, oh my God. Gosh, like, what have we been doing to ourselves? Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? That's so, so perfect. Like, how she owned her body and her curves, like, how much she felt beautiful in her body. I was like, I cannot curse, but I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) You know, how can that, my God, if if this woman feels like that, she can, like, anyone can. Yeah. And we've been so conditioned to know this is, and we find flaws on everyone else because we find it in ourselves it's so true you know and i i think we all try to we coach ourselves out of of judging other people or judging mm-hmm. ourselves as much as we can consciously and I, you know i can say look, i i can think bodies of all shapes and sizes and i do are beautiful mm-hmm. but i actually judge myself the worst mm-hmm. and it's the worst feeling mm-hmm. because i and i say this all the time it's so like this i'm the most annoying person to my husband sometimes <laughs> sometimes he's like oh you look so beautiful and i'm like i don't really? exist I don't... to be hot to you like because i'll be like annoyed you know because we've been objectified haven't that like you know this is a little kind of a left turn but I think a lot of women have had experiences being assaulted or grabbed Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think I reached a point at some point after a compilation of those experiences where, and it was obviously turned in the wrong direction at Andrew at the moment, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I just want to say, I don't fucking care. I don't want to exist to be hot to anybody. I want to exist to love myself. And Mm -hmm. I, it like came out at this. But you're so hot to everyone else. Well, you know, I mean, damn, I'm (laughs) like, I can't help it. I'm like, well, no, gosh, you should see me in the morning. No, No. but uh, you know, I, I find in myself this this anger and this resentment that I have to be a certain way to be conventionally. I get angry. And when I said that, I said, God, I have internalized a lot mm-hmm. of of the, the the things that I never wanted to experience. And it made this ugly thing inside of me that made me push all that away. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to live in that space. Because now you don't own your body. Yeah, exactly. You know who owns our body? We let everyone other, else. Yes, advertisers, mm-hmm. companies, people exactly. that tell us we need their products. How do we get that back? Because I feel like to feel like we're all pretty well educated or experienced women, and owning ourselves, taking ownership of ourselves back is hard. You can read as much as you want, you can talk as much as you want, but you only feel it when you embody it. And embody and by, it by moving. Embody and by, it by embodying that feeling that love so i need to come to your workshop i mean i do i mean i'm just so curious because um you know i i don't i'm not overly critical of myself all the time but i i also want to raise daughters who don't feel trapped by Mm -hmm. expectations of Mm -hmm. others and it's a really hard conversation Mm -hmm. to navigate it is is. so so for example with annabella my daughter sometimes okay this was we had this 
happening maybe two years ago and it was the cutest thing. I went to Sephora with her and I always talk to her about her just enjoying her body. When she puts some clothes on, even if I don't like it, mm-hmm. I go like, how does that feel to your body? Does your body like it? Yeah. Like, oh, that's my body cool. loves it. Okay, then go for it. <laughs> that's wear awesome, it. yeah. And so I go, like, are you sure you don't want to wear this? I think your body's going to like it even more. No, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> you know, I try to, because I, in, but that before I started doing this work, I would tell her what to wear. I, yeah. would, I would make her wear whatever I want. I would have arguments. Yeah. But it's now I'm like, it. can she just be herself? Yes. Beautiful. Be it. And then I went to Sephora with her. That was maybe two or three years ago. Yeah. Thinking about it, maybe three years ago. And I'm buying some makeup. She's like, mommy, can I buy some makeup? I said, sure. Uh, what do you want? She wants eyeshadow and blush. Yeah. Okay. Got a little purple eyeshadow, a little blush. And we're in the car and she's like going to town on that blush. She's like, <laughs> like her cheeks are bright pink. And I'm driving. I was like, Annabella, honey, um, isn't that enough? <laughs> she's like, mama, if my body likes it, my soul likes it. <laughs> that was her thing. And I was like, oh, I oh my love God. It. Yes. Your body likes it. Your soul likes it. Because sometimes we just put things in our body that just feels like, ugh. But mm-hmm. we do it and we wear it just because we need to fulfill someone else's expectation of how we need to look. Oh, my gosh. So this is part of what you work with people on. Yeah, it's like how absolutely. to find what you want and mm-hmm. who you are and how you want to be in the world. Yes. And it doesn't mean it's just one thing because right. we're talking about the feminine. Right. We are this. We are. Multiple a- layers and dimensions. Yes. That, that can be explored. A buffet of a experience. Buffet. Yes. Because <laughs> if you ask a man, like, I literally did this before. Like if you ask a man, okay, close your eyes. 30 seconds. How many emotions are you feeling? One. Do this with your husband. <laughs> if I do it with you, like right now, you're going to tell me like five or six or 10 or 20. Because oh, yeah. you're going to go from being excited, from being, oh my God, worried about something and nervous and uh-huh. sad and happy and just blissful. So we have all that moving through the body the whole time. Mm-hmm. But how do you actually release that and allow it to move instead of getting stuck and staying there? Because if you think about anger, you say, yeah, I get pissed about this. Yeah, how do you move that through so that's yeah. out of your system and now you can Yeah, because you don't want to show up as that person in the world, you know? I no, but you angry. need an outlet for it. I do. And, you know, I'm the classic overthinker of things, too. And you I, are, because I, even when you're asking me, you're saying, how, how, how? I know. <gasps> I know. I always want the answers. Oh. <laughs> I've always been the person that's like, <laughs> I'll talk to my mom even as a child when I had a problem or an issue. I'm like, hey, just tell me where this is going to land. Like, where's it going to end? That is can... the masculine energy in you. It is so. Yeah. Is that masculine? Yeah, of course it is. I always like, I have a need for safety. I have a need for yeah. understanding. Mm-hmm. And and nothing wrong with that. Let me tell you, nothing wrong with it's that. Circular. But just don't overdo it. I know. I, do, I know. Because I'm if you are having an argument with your husband or even a conversation, if you hear a man telling a story and a woman telling a story, like when I asked my husband, okay, how was it? Yeah, this happened. And I was like, okay, no, no, but how was it? Like, <laughs> I, I want to hear the whole what, thing. Like, what, ha- like, what, what conversation did she say? What did you say? <laughs> Andrew just got back from a trip. I'm like, oh, did you have any good conversations? He's like, no. It's like, we just, no. We were like, you know, doing our thing. I'm like, okay. Because what we want, we want that flow of energy. We yes. want that exchange of energy. Oh, we want to talk. So and, and for them, it's like, okay, can you just get to the point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why men's are, you know, men are fixers. Like, yeah. okay, how do I fix this? Oh, there's a problem. I got to fix it. If I cannot fix it, I'm just going to pretend it doesn't exist. It's so true. So I don't talk about it. And women, there's a problem. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I know. Let me tell you 14 ways you can fix that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, or like, I want to talk about yes, it because that's how we you. do it. That's right. how uh, that connection and that communication is part of us. And man is like, okay, I need to fix it. There's a target. How do I hit it? But you're right in that they need the touch of feminine energy to uh-huh. break free from that. And 100%. we need a touch yes. of the masculine yes. too. So how do you recognize if someone out there is listening and they're like, okay, you know, I, I feel like this is hitting it with me and connecting with me. 
does everybody have sort of a natural like imbalance in the energy that they need to work on? Or how can someone know if this is something that might be beneficial for them? So you have a core energy. Like I said, maybe 80, 90% of women have a core feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Men, most time is going to be the core masculine. But what happens, even happened to you, for example, you had to put the masculine mask Mm -hmm. on you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So now, okay, I want to be feminine. And this happens to many of my students as well. Okay. They very feminine. We're born because mm-hmm. as most women were born with the feminine energy, but now circumstances, mm-hmm. right? Okay. They had to survive, provide fight for to themselves. survive, provide. Yep. Yes. Fight to survive. Now they have to raise their kids alone. Like they got divorced. They had to raise their kids by themselves. So all that is that mask of the masculine mm-hmm. that just put on top. But now they want to become feminine. And what they do, they try to put a feminine mask. Mm -hmm. So they dress up, they get their nails done, they put their makeup on, and they think they're feminine. Mm. All right. So keep going. And what do, so what is the breakthrough moment for these these women? The breakthrough moment is not when you put the mask on top of the masculine, it's when you actually remove the masculine mask. Oh my gosh. Right. So that it's deeper. It's not just a presentational. Yeah. uh, Outside, superficial, right, uh, right, shallow mask that I'm wearing. Okay, now I look feminine, but when I walk, I still walk like I'm going to kill. Right, right, right. right. So that's why I said you can mask it, but when you embody it. Mm -hmm. So the way you embody it, you want to think about, okay, I want to move as a feminine being, not just look like one. Mm -hmm. I want to accept my emotions as a feminine being. I want to embrace them as a feminine being. Mm -hmm. And then it will come to my soul. Mm-hmm. And I'll become a soulful feminine being. And that, what do people say when they feel like they've reached that point? Like, like you oh. said, there were one client said, I just feel like I'm myself. Yeah, I mean, like, you're what just is alive. the outside? You feel alive. You yeah. feel like, oh, it, it's almost like, I don't want to say an orgasm, but it's almost it's like, like a continual like, orgasm. Yes. Because, <laughs> Sign me up, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, you're just in bliss of yeah. being you. Right. Right. It's, That's you beautiful. to fulfill Anyway, and then, yes, if you need to tap into the masculine, you can go and then you can come back to this. Mm-hmm. Like when you get home, let's say you get home from work today, instead of staying, like change, wear something else, something that makes you feel in flow, something mm-hmm. that makes you feel feminine. And it, and that can be a sweatshirt. Right, right. It, it, yeah, that's so, you know, it doesn't so have to be a fancy, sexy lingerie. No, sure. It can be something that just makes you feel like you can move any way you want. Yep. Yeah, it's right. it's what feels. So many women though have lost the ability because we are just like head down getting through life. Mm-hmm. Even the the ability to understand what makes them feel good, mm-hmm. and so like I don't know. That's why they're so stuck. They're like, yeah, there's something missing, but what is that? Mm-hmm. They don't even know. It's like we have to slow down. Oh, and as we talked about relationship, when you are feeling whole and you're feeling happier and blissful with yourself, how how are you showing up mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. your counterpart? Well, yeah, and I right? would imagine like everything only improves. Yes, especially if your counterpart is masculine dominant energy because right. right. now you talk about the magnet mm-hmm. now you have attraction if yeah. not it, you just repel each other yeah and i mean i think it's it's behooves people to understand you know even if this particular dynamic isn't playing out right now and you're like to understand what you are made out of and and, and your ratio right so mm-hmm. that if you do ever start to feel like you're lacking a connection or there's something it this knowledge helps us kind of get back in yes. touch Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. I'm 100%. sure so many couples come to you and they're like, "Oh, thank you." Like you said, that guy. Right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Because yeah. now they don't have another guy in the house. Right. Right. And not in a bad way, but and and I want also to make clear that the feminine 
is not submissive. The feminine is not weak because yes. many times we think that's what it is. That's what I thought it was. And that's why I was trying to be as masculine as I could, especially doing martial arts for oh, yeah. almost that's 30 years. That's an overtly masculine activity. Almost 30 yeah. years I've been doing martial wow. arts. So it's like, oh, you get kicked. You suck it up. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I have to do that. <laughs> you, yeah, you bleed and it's like, oh no, I'm fine. Nothing is happening. You yeah. know, I'm okay. Like you don't even, you, you, you pretended it's not there, but you, but that is okay it's part of me and it's such a beautiful part of myself because mm -hmm. it made me be more disciplined have more respect for myself it made me yes more go and get the things that I want to get but at the same time when I found this other side it just felt like now I'm free you felt like opened up more your soul opened yes. up more and also like one important thing to that that I think is important to to talk about is most women don't feel safe enough to be free and that is something that only the masculine can provide yeah I mean you know I think I feel fortunate to have a partner who mm -hmm. sees me and we we can even joke about my range of emotions but I do feel that there's probably plenty of women out there that feel that when they are their full emotional selves it's too much for their mm -hmm. partner or mm -hmm. that it's a burden or it so is. they constrict and they put in and you know that's on the guys to fix right <laughs> well that but that i would like to actually take ownership of that myself yeah because think about but this but by what feeling less? okay so if let's say you are emotional or but think about the other attributes of the feminine, not just the emotion, mm -hmm. okay? Because we, we have that like ability. connection. Yeah, that uh, ability to emote. We have that. Yeah, connection, just being more in flow, not forceful. Mm -hmm. I, I like to say, okay, the masculine is the force and the feminine is the flow. Mm -hmm. right? Okay. So that, that kind of guides me. And I catch myself many times, okay, am I in my flow or am I in, in this right. force, right? right? So when the woman steps into her feminine, the masculine has two options one either he's going to go after it elevate himself mm -hmm. step up to his game to be able to protect and provide for that feminine that's interesting right, right so or it, he's not okay oh that's if interesting. he doesn't well then maybe he's not the one for you yeah i mean it's sad to oh say gosh. but that's what it is it's like the perfect litmus test for a relationship it is because if now i am in my feminine i'm in my flow i'm raw i'm vulnerable mm -hmm. because that is also an attribute of the feminine right and oh, it's not easy it's not it's easy. not easy because once you're vulnerable you're open and you can get hurt yeah right i know and like yeah. again like society yes. has beat up women for a long time it so has. we really can't yeah so we hold us. our guard up but sure. once you let it down and you for example my husband and i in the beginning let's say we're arguing and i would be so like my emotions would start to come and i do not let out like i'm like the burning of mm -hmm. my throat right? <laughs> like i'm like i want to say so many things that i'm not saying <laughs> And then you want to cry and you're holding the cry. You're holding the tears. That kills you. And then he's like, oh, come on. Don't stop crying. I'm like, I'm not crying. And I literally, it's like, you're getting my shirt wet. My tears like flying, oh. like flying to his, you know, his face. And, but I went through this process of, baby, I need to allow myself to feel this. And I mm -hmm. share that with him. Then now when I cry, he's like, baby, do you want to share with me? Like, it's such a different response than what it's I got awesome. 
yep. 15 years ago. Again, because of the conditioning that he probably that got around. That he went through. Of course, of yeah. course. Yes, we've all been through that, mm -hmm. right? And he even more because of the way he was raised. Right, right, right. Well, that's pretty beautiful that you guys have reached that spot where it's it's emotion isn't seen as a bad thing, but more of a, a way to communicate mm -hmm. true feelings and kind of move past and it. And he even says, like, with his, his he has older kids from, from previous marriage, and he said, oh, my gosh, I made so many mistakes with them because, like, you don't cry, yeah. you don't show it, suck it up. And now even with our daughter... He's such a different person, but because that's why I said, I want to take ownership of that myself. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm taking credit of his change, mm -hmm. but the ownership of me stepping up to my feminine made him step up to his masculine mm -hmm. because we do have that power. I agree with that. I we, say all and, the time I've changed Andrew for the better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> but and I then what in happens? Some ways. But listen to this. Now that he is in this elevated masculine presence that he can contain and he can support and you feel safe, you're going to express even more. Yeah. Oh, I, I, and then he's going to have to be even more. Oh, I love it. Getting right? him to step up his game even more. He's yeah, a good guy, but but. we're both elevating each other because it's not a competition. The moment right. you see it as a team, okay, I do it, he does it, I do it, he does it. I'm not competing with him. Right. Because it's not a competition. The masculine is not better than the feminine either. The feminine is better than the masculine. Right, right. We complete each other. It's not competing. It's completing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And it is. It's 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 those compatible pieces. It's the fitting together. It's. I mean, who wants to be like their partner? I mean, whether you're in a same sex or... Right. Well, who wants to be... I want to be different. I want to learn something new. I want to see someone look at the world a little differently than I do. I never want to right. be around people that are too much like me. Boring. Yeah, because also you're losing your authentic self and, and right. all the gifts that make you just unique. Right, right. right. And that's what it is. But we try to do that. We try, especially as women, oh my God, I need to do everything men do. Mm -hmm. How about we do everything that they don't? It's true. Oh my gosh. Because they can't do it. They can do it. They can do it. And also for men, if you say, oh no, I got it. I can do it. They're going to feel that like they are not needed. If they are not needed, they won't feel important. They won't feel that they can provide for you. And then they won't feel whole. I just really wish the world would catch up to that as far as, oh. pay, as far as pay parity, okay. as far as treatment in the workplace or in, in social spaces. I mean, it really is unfortunate that, um, you know, here we are doing the work we can to, to, to feel good and balance ourselves and show up as the best, most whole version of ourselves. And we still have to fight to have a seat at the table. It's like... Because uh, we try to take the seat that is theirs also. I'm going to kick them out though, Barb. <laughs> <laughs> Masculine, sunny. No, listen, it can, it's, it's hard to balance. What, yeah. Going back to how we started, your life's traumas or your life's experiences with, you know, we have to acknowledge those and how they formed us to who we are before mm -hmm. we can... I feel like move on and sort of work on these things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for anyone who wants to work with you or, or feels intrigued by this. I know that I'm going to be at the next workshop mm -hmm. that you do in person, right. but tell us more about how people can participate and whether this can also be a remote thing too, because you're in Florida right now. I'm in Florida. Yes. Actually, uh, all of my students are, I do it all virtual. I do a virtual. Oh, yes. Yes. Awesome. Yes. We do okay. the zoom. I have a few students in Palm beach, Miami, San Diego, I have two students, so I have them. Oh, that's awesome! Spread out. How does yeah. it, what does it look like? Is it like meetings and like one on one? Yeah, it's one on one. When okay. I do the private uh, right. sessions, it's one on one. It's usually an hour. Some people do it twice a week or once a week, whatever it is. We talk, we discuss, we share things, and then we move. Mm -hmm. Because I also, like I said, I don't believe that only talking and listening is going to do it. Mm -hmm. I think we need to embody it. I love that yeah. part of it. I yeah. can't wait to. Yeah. I want to show up because if you think about therapy, and I'm not saying anything bad about any therapist. But when you, I have, let's say my stepdaughter, she 
she well let me talk about someone else uh, <laughs> I had a student one time actually in one of my workshops that we we usually share in the beginning how we're feeling what's right. going on people share women cry it's beautiful and then you move so one time I did this workshop and when we were moving that this energy in the room was just so powerful like you could feel it and then at the end this woman is just sobbing and crying and everyone else is crying because we're feeling it because they're feeling her we're feeling her <gasps> and we're feeling ourselves because it's something identified yes because that. the feminine feels it feels yes. deeply it right? empathizes empathizes mm -hmm. yes yeah, so we're all like creating that that <laughs> like a womb protection around a this woman around space her. and all, we are all crying and she's and then we're, we are like okay let's move a little more and we moved a little more she released it and at the end she said oh my god Barbara I went through so much last year and the year before like two or three years ago I've been I was attacked on the street with my baby and so this whole trauma I've been going to therapy for three years and I finally feel that I released it and I've been saying I'm fine I'm okay I'm good it's all right it passed but it didn't and now I was able to release it that's amazing so that's that's why when you embody it when you allow yourself to feel whatever you have to feel when you allow it to move mm -hmm. out of your system because oh, if you that. keep it that's what's going to make you sick that's going to make you feel that's uh -huh. what's going to burn and it's going to hurt it's going to physically it. hurt like people I, I I know people that have pain uh I'm going to say my stepdaughter, she had a lot of gastro, I can talk about it. She had a lot of gastro, like digestive, digestive issues, digestive issues. Mm. and she's a little overweight and all that. She started doing my classes. She, she came to me like a couple weeks ago. She's like, you know, I don't have it anymore because I accepted my body. She's mm -hmm. like, I always had issues with my stomach and how big it is. I felt like I don't have that anymore. I really love it right now. And I don't have that, that issue. That's amazing. That's because amazing. Everybody should be be given that blessing of loving themselves for who and where they are at the yes, moment. Yes, yes. And then also, I, and then I told her, I said, now that you love your body, now you can take better care of her. Yeah. Because just, okay, now let's say I am overweight and I feel this way. Okay, now I love my body the way she is. Mm -hmm. How can I treat her even better? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Because you cannot go the other way around. Okay, I'm going to start taking care of my body and then yeah. love her. No, right. you have to love her first. <laughs> That's so true. Because you can be in incredible shape like you are and still feel like you're not good enough. You still feel like you're not pretty enough. You yeah. can still feel that you don't love yourself. Yeah. Right? No matter what you do. Yeah. Or you can be, be like that voluptuous woman that she feels so incredibly amazing yeah. that everyone that society sees her. tells her, no, you can't. Yeah. But I love that. But and everyone you know in the end sees her yes. as extremely sensual and beautiful and sexy, including me. Right? I'm like, I'm telling you, and I like we heat should, in my body. Yeah, we should all. I'm actually doing a retreat with her. We're doing then. <sighs> yeah. We, should be, we became friends and, and we decided to host a retreat together. It's going to be here oh, in August. That's the one I want to go to. Yeah, August 6th to the 9th. We, I was just with her Tell in everybody. California. Okay, yeah. wait, I'm getting my calendar right now. I don't know if I'm in town. Okay, I think I am to. in town. Um, <laughs> August 6th to the 9th. We're like, just let's just get together and yeah. go deep and wild and free. That's what it is. I love it. I, I need more of this in my life yeah and when so. I say wild I, I'm gonna say it again people like think yeah. it's not like girls going wild no it's <laughs> a wild like coming back to your natural state of being right right and embracing yourself embracing it and because you were wild and free when you came out of your mama you should <laughs> do this for kids for mm -hmm. girls I know. at some point yes. you know uh -huh. like a, yes. a pared down right version so I actually uh, talked to someone about it about doing it for, for teens Oh, on my that. workshop last year, I had two 14-year-old girls who came. And one of them had... was suicidal. 
oh my gosh. What did, what did they walk away saying? Same thing, more connected, like more loving myself. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, and look, I've always said everybody who listens to this podcast knows I'm a very, uh, I have a very holistic approach to self care. And mm-hmm. I, I believe in any and every modality that you feel could work from astrology to, mm-hmm. you know, blood labs to the most medical to the most mm-hmm. woo woo. I think we need to embrace what makes us feel better. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's new to me that I look forward to connecting with more. So I need to it's do amazing. it and come and report back. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You feel alive, really. That's what it is. Oh, I'm ready to feel like myself again. I usually blame my crazy hormones from having... You know, I have a student kids. that she started taking progesterone, I think. I don't know what it was. Some mm-hmm. sort of hormone replacement that she was... And it was just making her go even crazier. So I was like, how about you don't do that? And we try to work yeah. on this. Did and it work? It's so much better. I mean, she still has some crazy when she's about to have her period right, moments right but now she's aware of it yeah. and she does things that we practice mm-hmm. to okay it's like a supplement her down thing. right 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 bring like change your state change your thoughts like how do you bring yourself back to yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much yeah that's and what don't allow about. those emotions to take over because yes you want to allow the emotions to flow but you don't want them to take over. control you um, tell right. us where you are a joy, first of all. Thank you so Aww. much for coming in. And we didn't so get a chance to talk. I would love to have you back. Um, I'll come back. And maybe talk yeah. with my sister too yeah. um, on our other podcast about mm-hmm. female friendships mm. and the complexities of yeah. our own perceptions of others and ourselves. You did a whole Instagram post the other day and I was like, this is something we also need to dig into. So mm-hmm. can we bring you back for that at some point? Yeah. Okay. Anytime. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us where to find you online and on social. So I have an Instagram page, which is The Feminine Freedom. And my website is thefemininefreedom.com. Okay. And I just created actually a product of, uh, like a couple months ago. Tell us about oh, it. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a, actually, it's an anti-aging for your vagina, for your private parts. Yes. Is it, what is it? Is it like a It's, it's an oil a product. Base. It's an oil, oil base. Is it like a lube? Uh, you can use it as it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, What's the main can, ingredient? So I'm all about a beauty product. Here. They are. It's all natural. I made it. I homemade it. Okay. I made it at home. A friend of mine owns a lab in Switzerland. She developed the formula for me. She was gonna make it for me, but I was not gonna receive it on the time and her that I needed. Right. So she's like, I'm gonna teach you how to make, it. and I just fell in love with it because I made it, and she taught me how to do it, putting your intentions, music. So I dance with it. I cry with it. I like this whole beautiful thing energized does it go on your vajayjay yes is it, like it does a lotion so, the- so think about an anti-aging product for your face yeah sure but you wear it in your but private. for your labia yes for your yes vagina. for your vagina for your, your outer part yes, yes your okay. outer part yes. <laughs> yes and it has eight okay. it has eight essential oils okay so if you know anything about it i didn't know anything about it until i went through this process yeah i don't know anything about essential i mean so I know the that, essential like- oils uh each plant has a different vibration it vibrates at a different frequency so when you smell it, it creates receptors in your brain that makes mm. you feel a certain way. It's incredible. So your brain has the ability to create a sensation in your body. So those essential oils that we put there, they are for joy, for expression, for freedom, for self-love, unconditional love. Is this love, like a sexy sensual. time thing or like a daily, like I'm going to get shower? I'm going to tell you, up. I wear it after Every shower, day. 
I carry it in my purse. Do you? <laughs> like, I love it. I go like, to the bathroom me, and right like, back. <laughs> no, like, and I go to the bathroom. I feel like I want to put it on. Yeah, you know? yeah, and sure. it smells really good. So I started using it on my face. The other day, my husband, I went to bed and I put it on my face. He's like, baby, uh, I'm getting excited that your face is not, you know, it was so funny. He's <laughs> like, wait, what end am I sleeping next to here? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, oh, and wow. it just it smells really like just really yummy and it it's feels an aromatherapy really good. experience in addition pretty much to yes like a skincare and also as a skincare because it has four main oils that are anti-aging anti-fungi and anti uh just moisturizer okay what is beautiful. is it on the website it's on my website it's okay. called bloom what's it called bloom bloom like a flower oh, look so at you. Bloomy. i love it oh my gosh we're totally bringing you back oh my gosh um, i just had to talk about it no that's so wonderful beautiful. i mean i already follow you on instagram i will definitely check that out and, and i actually have women wearing it when i teach mm-hmm. because the smell connects you to the feeling and when we move we just feel so free and then anytime they wear it later they reconnect to that moment that's so true because yeah. scent is so yeah, powerful it too. is bring us back yes they bring it back so i i've been using it on my workshops too awesome okay yeah. well i'm gonna go and report back guys in august uh, <laughs> assuming we, we have a family trip i'm gonna <laughs> try to make it not be, uh, I'll be like mom and dad i have something to do uh can the we six- reschedule yeah right can we reschedule be- um barbara you're the best thank you so much thank again you. for coming thank on thank you for having me Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of We Gotta Talk. If you don't mind, I would love if you could leave a rating and review. Those help this show to get out to people who might find it useful or entertaining. I'm so grateful for your support. Please follow on Instagram at Sunny Abada or check out our latest blog post at wegotatalk.com slash blog. See you next time.